0: Hello, out there. Welcome back to Buckeye Q. It is time once again for Zach Boren to get in the lab and break down these silver bullets. 52 21 was the final score on Saturday night in the Big Ten opener. The Buckeye's cruising gave up a late score. So maybe in our uh, equation, Zach, we removed that Braylon Allen touchdown in the fourth quarter and make it look a little better. I guess they all count. How would you evaluate that performance no matter what it looks like numerically? They
1: do. I think I gave a prediction of 52-13 for the game too, so I'll <laughs> sit in there that last touchdown but um man i loved what the silver bullets did uh, on saturday night you know we we talked about it leading up to last week of this team setting a tone of uh, getting into big 10 season playing a team like wisconsin and this defense just keeps on getting better and improving you know we, we thought their first couple games face some teams that have spread you out uh like to throw it obviously with toledo with with a athletic quarterback, we knew Wisconsin was going to try and put them in a box and run the football. That was the only way they were going to come to the horseshoe and really have the chance of winning this game is, is controlling the time of possession. And, this Ohio State defense from the very beginning came out swinging. They applied pressure the entire night, and I'm not even just saying pressure from you know quarterback when he's when Graham Mertz when he's trying to throw the football. They applied pressure in the run game. They were coming downhill. They were he, they were meeting Braylon Allen uh, behind the line of scrimmage. I mean, they were just doing all of the little things correct. And when you play a team like Wisconsin, that's known to be big and and kind of have some ugly wins by just running out running the football and running out the clock. Oh, how they set the tone, and they, and they were going after them all night long.
0: So we're going to break down Tanner McAllister in a little bit. We'll put a pin in that for now. I was joking a few weeks ago with you that maybe we should just do Tommy Eichenberg Buck IQ every single week. This would have been a good one. 14 tackles against Wisconsin, and what you're talking about getting downhill. Obviously, it's a team effort with Teron Vincent. I thought played very well. Was taking on a lot of double teams. Mike Hall was back. Uh, we talked about the defensive line. They, they let the first unit go uh, a lot longer than they have in the previous three weeks. A team effort collectively, and Tommy Eichenberg wound up reaping the benefits because he made every play that was available to him.
1: Yeah, a, a game like Wisconsin, it, Tommy Eichenberg, this is when he feats, right? As a middle linebacker, you lick your lips knowing that they are going to run the football a lot, and a lot of it's going to be in between the tackles. The thing that I love about Tommy's, the answer to the call. He's been answering the call all year long, each and every game. He's the tone setter of this defense, and he continued that Saturday night. You saw it early on, him making some big plays, some big TFLs. That's Tommy's game. You know, you and I have seen it for the past couple of years that this guy's really got some promise that he's a good football player. I think last year, the system that they were in, quite frankly, sucked. And, and Tommy was there trying to... Uh, pick up all the broke pieces I mean as as a middle linebacker your job is to make everyone whole and in a defense where people don't understand what they're doing it's hard to make everyone whole Tommy (laughs) Eichenberg when these guys are able to play freely and read and react and attack I mean Tommy Eichenberg's there leading the charge every step of the way because he knows he's not having to bail anyone else out and he's able to play his game And Tommy Eichenberg just can continue to get better. Uh, You know, going into Big Ten play where uh, a lot of these teams like to run the football. Tommy Eikenberg is just going to keep on advancing that defense. And I can't wait to see what this defense does uh, in East Lansing next week. Obviously, we've got Rutgers coming up this week, but in East Lansing, uh, in-state college against against uh, Penn State. And obviously, at the end of the year, there are some huge games where Tommy Eichenberg is going to continue to lead this defense. And let's not even bring up Iowa. I mean, my God, they, they might run the ball Forty times, and that might be all they've run is forty plays in that game. So uh, Tommy Eichenberg just setting the tone, man. I could go on and on about how excited I am for that guy and how well he's playing. But once you start playing well, you got to keep it going. And so, and so now, you know, kind of the pressure's on him that everyone sees the way he's performing. Now, hey, it, you know, that's what you have to live up to each and every Saturday.
0: Yeah, and the the part that you talked about, Zach, that I think is interesting was it's a new system and you have to learn and you have to get comfortable. And part of the reason that, you know, we're talking about Tanner McAllister and we're talking about him coming in as a, uh, you know, transfer with one extra year to play with Jim Knowles that he understood the situation, uh, the scheme. He understood what was going to be required, uh, in playing under a coach like this or this specific one, and that he'd be able to help teach and, you know, translate the language for the rest of these Buckeyes. And then I, I it's been more than that. Like, I think there was maybe at least on my part, an assumption that, hey, he would help in the install, he'd get through training camp, he'd be a starter for a few weeks, and and then maybe by that point, whether it was Cameron Martinez or Lathan Ransom, somebody would take the baton and be like, well, I'm going to take some of these snaps away from Tanner McAllister. Just from my perspective, I think he's been a lot more athletic, a lot more dynamic, a lot more playmaking than I probably gave him credit for. And I already thought he was going to be important, but he's certainly gone beyond that in my opinion.
1: Well, I think he's a lot better than a lot of people, you know, thought he would be within the media, within a lot of Ohio State fans. They're like, hey, a guy coming from Oklahoma State, veteran guy. Yes, he's going to be great with the installs. Yes, he's going to be great with uh, catching the younger safeties up to speed on, hey, this is what you look for. This is what you do. Dude's been balling. The dude's been balling, balling all, year, all year long, and really from the safety position, I think he set the tone. You know, obviously Ronnie Hickman's a great player, and we all knew, know that, especially even from last year. But Tanner McAllister's kind of taken that group and said, come on, let's go. We, we are the tone setters. Yes, Tommy Eichenberg and the linebackers are doing their things, but this is a safety-driven defense, and we've heard that uh, from Knowles. We've heard that from some other coaches. And Taylor McAllister is taking that to heart and and going with it. But I also think people have to realize Taylor McAllister was playing with a defense of Oklahoma State personnel, right? He's never played on a defense with the playmakers that Ohio State has. And so when you surround yourself with great players, not only does it make your job easier, but it elevates your game. And I think we're seeing that and what Taylor McAllister has been able to do this year.
0: Played very well. uh, Helped spark uh, the early onslaught there for the Buckeyes on Saturday night against Wisconsin with an interception. We're going to break down that play and a couple others with Zach Bourne, as we always do on Buckeye Q. Let's roll the tape. All right, Zach. uh, It seemed like pretty much the ideal scenario for Ohio State getting it going. They they score quickly. Uh, The horseshoe was loud. Uh, It looked really dark in there with everybody wearing black. And then you get a lead and then a turnover on top of that. Good field position. Can't ask for a lot more.
1: This was huge. This broke the game open, you know, and and like you said, offense came out, gets a score, sets the tone. Defense comes on the field. Huge interception right here. And this is what Ohio State was, was missing the first two weeks of the year. We finally saw some turnovers last week against Toledo. And here, Tanner McAllister starts it early. And, And, you know, That first quarter probably couldn't have been a better first quarter for this Ohio State football team. And Tanner McAllister right here is doing his job by making a play. Yes, it's a terrible throw by Graham Mertz. And, yes, he is maybe one of the worst quarterbacks in the Big Ten. But you still have to make the play when it is presented to you. You can see the matchup right here. You know, it's second and ten. Obviously, you know, Tanner McAllister wants to make sure everything's kept in front of him. You know, he's given him basically a ten-yard cushion. It's a little out breaking route but Tanner sees it reacts to it and Graham Mertz just throws an awful ball and, and Tanner makes a play and, and tries getting it to the end zone
0: I'm not trying to force the issue I'm just is there anything about this act that looks like they schemed it up this they they fooled Graham Mertz like I I understand that the throw is bad and there's clearly uh, or maybe some miscommunication here on what the route should be like like part of what we've been talking about with Jim Knowles and I'm again I'm not trying to force it if it's not there but like Trying to create some confusion and force some of these errors, force some bad throws. Any part of this that looks like that might be the case to you?
1: Well, I don't think it's any confusion. It's basically man coverage across the board. But if you go back, if you go back real quick to the start of this play, from the yep, from right here, you can see Graham Mertz obviously is like, okay, I'm kind of seeing man coverage, right? You got a high safety up there. The court, the linebackers are coming. Graham Mertz sees the linebackers coming. Right, right there. And so knowing in the side of it or inside of his head, okay, I'm getting a blitz. This defense is attacking me. He obviously thinks he's got to get this ball off quicker in that internal clock of a quarterback. It's like, hey, blitz is coming. I can't hold on to this football very long because I know there's a lot of one-on-one blocks up front. I know I'm getting pressure from, from, uh, from the second level. And so Graham Merce like, hey, I got to get this ball out quick. And that's what you see happens. He gets, he tries getting the ball out quick obviously there's a miscommunication with Graham Mertz in the wide receiver and Tanner McAllister makes a play, you know? So I don't think it's anything like you said that, uh, Jim Knowles and defense was trying to scheme something up, uh, yeah. on what happened. I just think they're coming after the quarterback All offenses know this year that Jim Knowles and that defense is going to be attacking you all game long. So as a quarterback, hey, I can't hold on to the football. I need to get out of my hand. That's what you see right here. That's what's going to cause quick throws, and that's what's going to cause these turnovers throughout the rest of the year.
0: Yep, that was a big one. Ohio State obviously cashed that in. And This is a key stretch. Same drive, couple plays coming here. Last minute of the second quarter, like, Wisconsin's try, trying to make their last gasp. Hey, maybe if they make it 31, 14 going into the locker room, they feel a little different. They could maybe make it a little different. You know, but Tanner McAllister and a bunch of other silver bullets said, nah, I don't think so.
1: For for sure. In first and ten, so everyone knows this, right? You 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 play the sticks. This isn't, hey, we need to, you know, get someone at the line of scrimmage or anything like that. It's 30 seconds left. First and 10, we need to keep everything in front of us. So they're going to play uh, a little bit of a softer coverage to try and tap, tap with a person inbounds, obviously, and, and get them down and, and keep them out of field goal range. Here, you see Tanner McAllister going back to basically 10 yards. They're trying to keep everything in front of them. Him and Tommy Eichenberg, Tommy's got uh, the curl. Tanner McAllister's got the flat. Obviously, there's some pressure up front to make Graham Mertz get out of the pocket. Throws it, Tanner McAllister reacts, and bam, hits the dude. Now, this is what I hate. Obviously, we all know what happened to this tight end and his knee got banged up. Uh, we could go on and on about the rules of NCAA football and the rules of football in general. And we yeah. see it in the NFL every weekend. I would rather get knocked out with a concussion did <laughs> then have someone go low on me, but Tanner McAllister is doing what he's taught. You know what? So many people think it's dirty plays nowadays with guys going low. What do you want? Do you want to go at someone's head and a get ejected, right? Or B go low and make a play, but risk blowing out a dude's knee. Uh, what what options do you have? You obviously Tanner McAllister doesn't want to get ejected right here. So yeah, he's gonna go low and make this play, and he it is a textbook play. But it sucks. What ended up happening, obviously, uh, in a result of it.
0: Yeah, it's you can't. You there has to be a strike zone somewhere. Like you can't remove everything from the knees all the way to the top of the head. I like that's not even football at that point. Like it's a dangerous game. Like there's going to be risk involved. I think we know that. We see injuries on both sides uh, of the ball. You know, for Iowa State and their opponents. That's just the way it goes. You've you've been a part of that, and I think everybody. That plays gets that part of it, uh, but the officiating—I know we've—we've—that's a whole other conversation for us. We can save for a different day,
1: no doubt. We <laughs> we will we will save we will save that for a Thursday pregame show. That is that's what right. we'll
0: say. Hey, perfect. this
1: this this is my favorite play from Tanner McAllister from Saturday night, and probably so far this season.
0: Okay. Right
1: here. Obviously going to see J.K. Johnson playing down. You know, I, who knows, you know, what, what's going on here. I know it's a shorter yarded situation, so they probably weren't expecting Wisconsin to go deep right here. So JK's kind of play, playing it a little – uh, playing a little tight, not expanding, as you can see on the right side of your screen, not gaining depth with the wide receiver receivers going, trying to play maybe the underneath route, whatever, coming back to him. Obviously, playing the sticks. In a situation like that, that's what you do. Sometimes you take gambles, and sometimes you're wrong. But Tanner McAllister right here, this is a grown-ass man making a grown-ass play. When he is following the guy, you see him right now. He's obviously climbing with the guy going down the hash marks that's kind of hit his job right here he sees the throw turns flips his hips and literally makes a play on this finds the football and lays out and has the closing speed to make this happen not many safeties in all of college football can make this play and this dude made this play right here in this situation to save a touchdown i mean the athleticism the the just the whereabouts to be able to to locate the football to realize what's going on, to react to what you're seeing and be able to lay out, and make this football. This is all big 10 play right here. I mean, this is literally what an all big 10 safety does. And Tanner McAllister is making an amazing play right here.
0: Yeah. He's, I mean, I'm looking at this sack and the ball is going to be there in like, what do we got? Half a second here. He's still 10 yards away. Like maybe that math doesn't add up perfectly and it's in slow motion. But that is some impressive closing speed.
1: I don't think people realize how great of a play this is. This is a guy who is literally uh, uh, following a receiver up the seam on a post route. And then once he sees the guy. Obviously, break for the post and Graham Mertz throw the football. Watch this. The guy on the inside, number three, is running a post. He's following up the seam right here. His back is towards the wide receiver. That's the balls that can get thrown to. So you see his position right there. Obviously, his head is looking at this wide receiver. He's crossing over and running with him and obviously is trying to keep an eye on Graham Mertz. Look at this right here. Puts his foot in the ground, turns his head. After following up a guy at the seam, locates the wide receiver, which he's got no idea where he's at, locates the wide receiver, locates the ball, has an and, and, and goes all out for the, for the incompletion right here to break up this pass. I mean, that is unbelievable. Now, I was in the stands, and I about lost it when I saw <laughs> this play. And I think Ohio Stadium, like, you know, there was some cheers. But this, I mean, this is an unbelievable play. This is a play that NFL, that NFL scouts see, and this will jump out. This will be like, this is that, oh my God moment.
0: Yeah. We always talk about, you know, the linebackers and defensive linemen reading and reacting. And sometimes it's on a deep ball for safeties
1: no doubt and who would have thought right who would have thought we're we're picking on a Sarah or pointing out a safety right here for reading and reacting on a, on a deep ball i mean that's unbelievable but here we are that's how good this defense is austin I it's mean, been a, my goodness
0: it's there been a long <laughs> I was going to say it's been a long time since we've done this on buck iq Zach. uh some progress clearly being made there with jim Knowles and Perry Eliano and Tim Walton, those guys in the secondary, playing well. That whole defense is flying around. They get to do it again on Saturday against Rutgers. Not quite the same challenge, but uh, you still have to be up for it every single week in the Big Ten. You don't want to avoid a disaster. Ohio State expected to win every single week and uh, is a huge favorite this week. Uh, We'll break it down no matter what the final score is. We're going to have Zach Bourne uh, all season long on Buckeye Q because it's the best breakdown, I think, that exists anywhere.
1: I, I appreciate that, man. And like you said, this is an Ohio State defense that, that wants to be top. T- Ryan Day says top 10. Jim Knowles in defense is top five. So if you want to be a top five defense, you have to bring it week in and week out. And You know, being at Ohio State, getting a Big Ten season, you are going to get everyone's haymaker. Everyone wants to come after you and dethrone the top dog. So this yep. defense needs to be ready each and every week. And we've seen them be ready each and every week. So even though Rutgers is coming in here, it's a challenge for these guys. They want to pitch a shutout. They want to do, th- they want to, uh, you know, a turnover for a touchdown. They want to get some things done that they haven't done this year. And this defense is going to be ready to do that.
0: All right. Another opportunity in the horseshoe, big 10 play Saturday, Ohio state and Rutgers. We will break it down next week for Zach. I am Austin. This has been Buckeye Q. We will see you next time.